1: welcome to the leslie marshall show i am natalia abrams with the student debt crisis center and this is the sdcc takeover of the leslie marshall show and we have a lot to discuss today as always this is an ever-changing moving space in student debt land as we call it internally so we're going to try to cover as much as we can We're going to be talking about the one-time income-driven repayment account adjustment. That's those 800,000 people that are seeing their debt canceled. We're going to talk about the new repayment program that just launched yesterday, the SAVE program, and the looming end of the student loan payment pause, which we are all very uh, bothered by, still fighting for, but want to make sure that you all are educated and informed. And we have a lot happening internally here at Student Debt Crisis Center too. Today, I am joined uh, with, by our managing director, Sabrina Calizans. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Natalia. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here again. Not that you have a choice. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, here at Student Debt Crisis, we center the needs and voices of student loan borrowers by partnering with allies. You're going to meet one of them today. To impact public policy and once and for all in the student debt crisis. I know so many people are concerned about payments being turned off. We were just talking about this before the show aired and so we just want you to know that we are still actively fighting for debt cancellation while we're trying to inform and educate you if you want to learn more about the work we do at student debt crisis center or read through uh, really enlightening and valuable borrower stories you can visit our website at www.studentdebtcrisis.org or find us on social media all channels, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at debtcrisis.org. All right, so that was a mouthful. We have a lot to discuss today, uh, but Sabrina, can you help bring us up to speed on what we talked about on our last show?
2: Yes, so a lot of things have happened since our last show. um, We talked a little bit about how the Supreme Court had struck down the president's plan to cancel student debt but we also talked about how the president was pursuing an alternative pathway to try and get that student debt cancellation. So, it is through the Higher Education Act um, that the president is looking to cancel student debt, and this requires a negotiated rulemaking process. This is something that is going to be lengthier. It's going to require more time. Um, And so we won't really see anything um, until later next year, but we are still following along and still hopeful that there is a pathway for debt cancellation for borrowers. So that is something that is um, definitely on our radar and we're keeping a track of that. There has also been, um, Natalia mentioned the IDR account adjustment Of course, whenever there's anything positive for student loan borrowers, we always see opposition rise up. Um, And so there was a lawsuit challenging that IDR account adjustment. We did see that a judge, a conservative judge, struck it down, um, and so as Natalia mentioned, over 800,000 folks have been seeing um, student debt cancellation reflected in their accounts, and we're going to be talking about that. And then most importantly, as Natalia said, as um, payments are set to resume, we know that interest is going to be resuming on September 1st, so definitely mark that on your calendar if you're a student loan borrower, and in October, payments are set to resume. So we really have a duty to inform borrowers of all of these upcoming dates and, and things that are happening, and so there's a lot to discuss today. So definitely uh, pay attention and, and keep in mind all of these things that we're discussing today.
1: Uh, yeah, thank you for that recap, Sabrina. And you know, good news for those 800,000 borrowers, we are seeing money removed from their account. We just heard from a student loan borrower today that they had, I think it was more than 80,000 removed from their account. Remember for this income driven repayment adjustment, which we'll talk more about, Um, This is for borrowers that have been in active repayment for a long time, but this isn't the 10 or 20,000 that got shut down in the Supreme Court. This is all of your debt um, if you're one of those lucky but very well, you know, deserving 800,000 people that have been repaying for far too long. So Sabrina, what are we hearing from borrowers right now? Because You know, I know at Student Debt Crisis Center, we constantly email our list of 2 million folks. We've been hearing a lot um, of fear and worry, but what are you hearing from borrowers?
2: Yeah, so we always want to put borrowers front and center, and so their opinion really guides us in our work. And so we polled a lot of our supporters, and I think 25,000 people took this poll, and about 75% of folks said that they want answers either yesterday or right now. So we really are trying to do our best to make sure that we're providing as many resources and information for folks that is available to them. Um, I know that we hosted a webinar, and we had over 1,000 people show up and hundreds of questions. And so... 500. <laughs> 500,
1: <laughs> 500 questions.
2: Yeah. yeah. Have, you know, our, our team could only answer so many. We answered more than half, but still it was significant and trying, you know, people want information they really want and need help. And so we're trying to provide as much as we can. Um, and we're going to continue doing that. But um, we're seeing an uptick in people showing up to webinars, signing up um, for resources and things like that. So we're definitely going to continue pushing that information out.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we've heard, you know, people, a variety of things, people want information, they want to know how to not make payments. You know, so many people feel that, you know, cancel student debt, there was a promise of 10 or 20,000. I think, you know, it's our duty to inform and educate borrowers, but by no means are we debt collectors or trying to, um, enroll you in a program if it doesn't make sense for you. But so many borrowers, like you said, just want this information and don't want to see anything get harmed with their financial lives. Right. (sighs) Yeah, it's still just... It's a it's a big weight with payments coming on, and you'll hear us say that a lot. So our organization, we're bringing on our good friend Kristen McGuire uh, very shortly from Young Invincibles, another organization that's worked tire, tirelessly for over a decade on this issue. You know, we fought, <clears throat> excuse me, tooth and nail to keep payments off. And uh, Sabrina, can you remind the listeners why payments are coming back on? Yeah, so I believe it was in May or early
2: June um, with the debt ceiling agreement, um, it was codified into law that student loan payments would be resuming. And so we have fought and we were able to successfully get seven or eight um, payment pauses um, throughout the pandemic, which has been a lifeline for millions of people, including myself. Um, But unfortunately, because it was codified into law, there's no changing that. Um, So we really are working with this date of September and just resuming in October payments resuming. So, unfortunately, there's no way to, to budge.
1: And you've <clears throat> never made a payment before, right, Sabrina? Because you graduated right before the COVID right. pandemic.
2: Yep. Exactly. I graduated in 2019 and couldn't afford that first payment. And so I went to Forbearance. So, I've never made a payment. And all of the people who graduated throughout the pandemic, and even people prior to that. I mean, we've heard from folks who have never made a payment ever, and now all of a sudden they don't really know what to do. So there's people who have been in repayment for many years who know, but still are trying to get information because of all of the major changes, as well as the thousands or millions of folks who have never made a payment and who are looking
1: for that information right now. It's, yeah. I'll just it's just it's a lot we know it's a lot for the folks listening um, we're about at student debt crisis center we're about to hit our 11 year anniversary which i guess yay for us but then all i can think is like 11 years of working on the student debt crisis and we i do want to say like i have more hope than i did 11 years ago 11 years ago folks were we didn't have you know the president of the united states trying to cancel debt we didn't have so many lawmakers fighting to cancel student debt or so many orgs <clears throat> excuse me uh, but it's still disheartening that we are working to end the student debt crisis and haven't gotten cancellation yet um but i am really appreciative for your work and all the work uh that our team has done and the support from our members or supporters in terms of it's that is what really drives our work so anything particularly you're thinking about for our anniversary I'm just thinking of you know even though we haven't made huge
2: we've made a lot of progress right we haven't gotten to what we want exactly but every time that I get an email or we get an email in our inbox that says I got you know this amount of debt canceled you all have really helped me and have made an impact on my life I'm just thinking that's one more person that we got out of the system that we really are helping to change their life and so even if it's just a few right now we're at eight hundred thousand compared to 45 million, that is still a huge deal. And so I'm really proud of that work.
1: And there's more work to do for both us and our supporters. We are relaunching our ambassador program to help folks understand their options to, we keep saying, to educate and inform. Um, we're going to talk more about that after the break. We're also going to bring on Krista McGuire, who is a, <laughs> a friend of the show, but a really good friend, a student at Crisis Center and the organization YI. Uh, so, you know, with that, we will be coming back from break shortly. So <clears throat> stay with us. This is Natalia Abrams, and this is the SDCC takeover at, of the Leslie Marshall Show. We'll be back shortly.
0: If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at Leslie Marshall com. I'm
3: joined
2: by SVCC's Natalia Abrams. Today we are taking over for Leslie Marshall and discussing recent developments in the student debt space. Um, We also have a very special guest today. With us is Kristen McGuire. She is the executive director of Young Invincibles, the nation's largest young adult policy and advocacy organization. Kristen leads a charge to amplify the voices of young adults in the political process and expand their economic opportunity. She is a bold change maker who has dedicated her life to ensuring that the most disadvantaged populations have a place in our democracy. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me back. Well, we love having you. So thank you for joining us. Um, I know that right before this, you know, you're talking a little bit about the IDR account adjustment and in our student debt space, there's not always good news, right? There's always new things happening. We're always fighting, but this is good news, right? And so I know a lot of us have been reading the Reddit threads. We've been going on Twitter and seeing those stories come in. So can you just tell me a little bit about how you're feeling about all of this?
3: So I'm really pleased to be able to see that 800,000 borrowers will be able to benefit from this type of cancellation. Uh, I did call Natalia uh, last week and shared with her a really personal story of a Mm -hmm. cousin uh, whose debt has been able to be wiped out (laughs) completely uh, since she's been in repayment, right? So, you know, this hits home for all of us, you know, personally, in our families uh, and at the community overall. Uh, So this is something that's really great. Uh, it is not the complete and total debt cancellation that we were looking for in the ten dollars to $20,000 per borrower, but it's mm-hmm. definitely a step in the right direction.
2: Definitely. I know I got an email from a borrower who got $400,000 of her student debt canceled that she's been paying for over 20 years. So that was huge. It's really, really exciting to see people get this life-changing relief.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. It also helps, I think, on the advocacy or political front that seeing all those folks, as you were saying, Sabrina, in the Reddit threads or on social media talking about getting their debt canceled, you know, that should be every borrower, right? Yep. <laughs> it, but So it shows it's possible. I know for so many of those borrowers, they were in repayment for 20 years or more. They thought this would never happen. They thought they were going to die with their debt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are folks that Kristen and I have worked with years ago. And to see something like that happen, it gives me hope. These are small things. I mean, small in the big scale of 45 million that give a, that give me hope that it is possible. It might not happen tomorrow or next month, but it's going to happen. We've put it out there.
2: Right.
3: And it's, I know- long, it's long overdue, right? You know, These folks have been paying, like you said, for 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, some folks have been paying, uh, you know, thinking that they were in a plan that would get their debt canceled after their payments and it didn't happen. So I think this is really
2: the administration making good for promises of the past. Definitely. And I know that we're all, both of our organizations, Young Invincibles and Student Debt Crisis Center, we all have really been talking about that in spite of all of this we're still pushing for student debt cancellation and while people are seeing their life change through this account adjustment what does student debt cancellation mean for people whether it's on an individual level or on in you know a national level what are the benefits of cancelling student debt because this is something that we're pushing and I think a lot of people don't understand that fully so I'd love to hear from you both why we fight for student debt cancellation
3: I can hop in Natalia
2: yeah so when we
3: think about uh, economic opportunity for young Americans, YI is a young adult advocacy organization. What we what we really are thinking about is young people who have gone to college with uh, a dream and ambition and aspiration to build something better for themselves. And the way that student debt impacts these folks is it disproportionately impacts lower income students, uh, black students, black female students, in California, Latina students. And so what we can see is we continue to exacerbate the racial wealth gap in our country that college in theory should be helping us fix, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have the situation where we consistently put barriers in front of the very people that we're telling to pull themselves up from uh, by their bootstraps, right? Uh, so uh, we have young people who should be graduating college and thinking about their first jobs or purchasing their first homes or starting their families, and they're not able to hit these major milestones because they are overwhelmed with uh, the increasing costs of college and subsequent student debt. Uh, that, step, that stress also impacts their mental and emotional health and overall financial well-being, and so the young adult situation is just a microcosm of what's happening across the country throughout a person's life cycle, uh, having to carry student debt from the time that they are a young person, and some carry it with them until the end of their lives. and And that's not only intolerable; uh, it's it's something that we should not have as a standard here in this country.
1: Yeah, and we work with folks of all ages, but you know, we've noticed that a lot of the people that are our supporters on our mailing list actually are. 35 and older, they often come to us at Student Debt Crisis Center when they've been in repayment for 10 years or more and they look at their balance and it's doubled and it's, it continues to increase. That's what's so um, exciting about that IDR adjustment. Are These are folks who did what they were told. You know, We hear from the other side so much, you, know, you took out a loan, pay it back. Well, what about the folks that did? What about the folks that followed every single step of the way only to have the system, I mean, there's so many fingers to point blame at, but break down for them, even though they were doing everything right. So we know for um, all Americans, but, you know, the folks in their 30s and older, this is the ability to purchase a house. We've had people, write saying, now I can go buy a house. Thank you for this account adjustment. Also with the PSLF folks, a lot of, we heard a lot of folks talking about home purchases, car purchases, So in some ways, those are the lucky ones. We're also hearing, now I can pay off my debt. Now I can get my children's medication. Now I can just pay my groceries this month because inflation is so out of control that even though some of us might be making more money on paper, after, you know, three years out of the pandemic, we don't feel it because of what's going on with inflation and the cost of life in our country right now.
2: Yeah. That is so true. Um, and I
1: want to make sure so, that... Brenda, what does it mean for you just before you move on?
2: Yeah, of course. You know, student debt cancellation, with the president's plan, it, it would have given my family $50,000 of student debt cancellation. But for me, it would, it would really help a lot. You know, I'm the oldest daughter, um, oldest child in my family. My family is a first generation. Um, I'm a first generation American. My parents are immigrants from Brazil. And so we don't have generational wealth. So student debt cancellation would allow our family to have a stepping stone, to have that foundation where we can then accumulate that wealth, where then I can save money, where I can then invest in my siblings and and things like that. And so for me, it is definitely very personal in, in my day to day. I know that we all do this work. I know, Kristen, you're also a student loan borrower. And so it hits home. Natalia, I know you had student debt too. And so it, it really is personal for all of us. And I think it's important to bring that personal aspect as well, because we know what other people might be going through. And I think it is important to know that we're not alone in all of this. Like We're all we know what that burden has been like, and that's why we fight so hard. Um, and yeah, I know we only have a little bit of time left before we go to break, but Christine, I just wanted to hear like um, how you've been engaging your members in the HEA process and like what y'all have been telling them about kind of what's going on post SCOTUS.
3: Sure. So uh, we've always kept our members engaged in the process going on. We've informed borrowers about the president's next steps. Uh, we have a, a variety of social media tactics we use. I made a TikTok video. Uh, yeah. so I feel famous right now. Uh, we also <laughs> did uh, public comment by the deadline. Um, and we also have yeah. letters.
2: Great. Well, uh, stay with us. We're going to discuss a lot more after this break. So we'll see you on the other side. Um, please um, come back. Enjoy
0: it Follow Leslie on Twitter Just go to www.twitter.com slash Leslie Marshall and we'll be sure to share your tweets
1: Welcome back to the Leslie Marshall Show this is Natalia. I am Natalia Abrams, I'm joined again by Sabrina Calizans from Student Debt Crisis Center. And we are also joined today by our special guest and friend, Kristen McGuire from Young Invincibles. We've been talking a lot about uh, student debt and the federal student loan payment pause set to end at the end of this month. But I did want to pick up on what we were talking about right before the break. Kristen, you were mentioning that you are now a TikTok star. but I also want to know uh, what you were talking about and if you can let folks know how to find you at Young Invincibles and find information about your organization.
3: Sure, Uh, our TikTok handle is at Young Invincibles on TikTok, Instagram, and the site formerly known as Twitter. I don't know what we're calling it these days, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so I made a TikTok video. And I talked all about uh, the different changes that are coming up uh, with student loans, the repayment process, a Supreme Court update, uh, because it's important that uh, folks know everything as it occurs and that we can provide information to them that is accurate and that's timely. Uh, so we really take it as a, a strong responsibility of young invincibles while we are strong advocates for student debt cancellation we also want to ensure that people can make the best financial
1: decisions possible for themselves yeah it's it's so important Kristen we you know are in the same boat it's We can. I keep saying, I feel like I've said it five times today, but we can walk and chew gum at the same time, right? We can fight, you know, on the political side or advocacy side to cancel student debt. And then we can also ensure that borrowers are educated and informed. And I just know that me personally, like if I'm not worried about my financial noise and issues, I can fight harder. But if I'm worried about too much, it takes away the fight in me. And you know
3: what Sabrina said was really true. When you have communities who don't have access to generational wealth, that worry is always there. Even, even in really good times, one bad emergency can really set you back. So being thrown into student loan payments when you haven't done it before, like Sabrina said, she's never made a payment. That, that is one
2: crisis
3: that could, that could cause an upset for an entire family.
2: Definitely. That's now me, my sister, and then my parents who have Parent PLUS loans going back into repayment. So it's half the family being affected by all of this. At the same and time. It's at the same been
1: over, you know, or almost three years, you know, I've lost count, but I was just talking with my mother this morning, who's always tried to be a really good budgeter. And she was saying, you know, I would, I would probably have set aside money to pay my student loans in, in case they turned on. And then I asked, but what about after a couple of years of extensions? You know, at what point do you start incorporating that money back into your budget and now you, ha- you don't have room in your budget to make these payments? Uh, there, How are you both feeling, I think you addressed this, but with the approach to the end of the payment pause and let's remind folks interest starts in a couple of weeks, September 1st and sadly payments begin on October 1st so how are you feeling sabrina with payments set to come on and also never making a payment before yeah so i
2: i'm like i'm glad because i work in the space so like i have access to the both of you who are experts in student debt and so i have those resources i have people that i can go to but i have friends of mine who are now texting me like which is the best repayment plan for me or what should i do about my student debt because they're concerned about it and so like I'm trying to figure things out. I've been going on studentaid.gov, which is a great resource for borrowers to go to. I've been trying to look at my account and get as familiarized as I can with that. But looking at that balance is like terrifying when you look at that. And then I don't know if this, you know, is a situation that other people have felt, but I felt like towards the beginning of the payment pause, like not having to make those payments, it was like I felt that like I was able to save a little bit or I was able to help out with something else. But now with inflation, it feels like it's paycheck to paycheck, like it's gotten tougher. And so the thought that like now I'm going to have to make about two hundred and fifty dollar payments monthly, that's taking away from. The paycheck to paycheck situation and now it's going to get just a little bit tougher and i know that a lot of people are in this boat and we've been seeing an influx of emails like i can't afford my monthly payment and so that is very concerning for me i don't know how you've been feeling Kristen.
1: yeah right And just oh just sorry real quick we talked about how all the positives cancellation but student debt then equals more debt just hearing what you're saying you know you'll try while you're trying to actively pay off your student debt you're going to go into more personal debt if mm-hmm. you aren't able to live paycheck by paycheck. Yeah, oh, that's terrifying. Sorry, Kristen, go ahead. Yeah, how are you feeling? And what are you hearing from young people? I, to
3: say, you know, I always kind of think about my privilege um, mm-hmm. that I am at the point in my career where I make a little more money. Uh, but to hear Sabrina and her concerns and hear that they are still very much my concerns, uh, I think is really a part of the problem. Um, so I, am married. My husband also has student debt. True story. I wake up every morning and go to studentaid.gov to see if our debt is still there. Uh, right now on forbearance for, uh, borrowers. That's depressing. Sorry. I, every, every single morning I wake up, the first thing I do is log into both of our accounts. Like, is this the day? Right. Um, and you know, a lot of it is misinformation. Like we talked about, uh, I really thought, just working at a nonprofit for 10 years, my debt would go away without having to fill out any papers. So I'm very pleased with the PSLF waiver uh, because I was able to finally go and backtrack. Um, but it's the same thing. Uh, my my payments are projected to be around $600. Um, my husband, luckily he's on, on BD forbearance, but his would be similar, we're in a similar amount of debt. Um, and then my daughter is in 11th grade We'll have to pay for her to go to college very soon. and
2: mm-hmm.
3: So those are the things I think about. Should I purchase a car? Uh, or do I save that for my student loan debt? Because I will need to make tuition payments for my child very soon. Uh, and, and those are the types of decisions that I'm already kind of thinking about in my head. So, and you know, how do you save when you get to the point where, okay, I, I make enough money to save for, toward retirement and things of that nature. Um, but how can you save when you have this massive debt, looming over you, um, and I, I tell everybody, I borrowed 20 grand, and I owe over 50, and uh, that is, that is not a fault of mine. I believed the payments that they said would allow me to pay my debt off in the amount of years that I was told. Not the case, and um, so that's kind of how I feel as, as the payment pause is ending, uh, trying to make sure that we move our finances around in a place to where we're not uh, having such uh, a huge impact. You know, people right. say, you made the debt, you need to pay it off. I I
1: actually <laughs> didn't borrow 55000 I actually did <laughs> Right, Right, <laughs> right. You maybe will pay off what you borrowed, but yeah, I mean, but even that it's, yeah, I mean, in, in this space, I'm incredibly privileged. I did pay off my debt, but let's be clear. I, went to community college, and then I only borrowed, I had issues with my financial aid, I got dropped off a bit, I had to put, I went to school, UCLA for two years, I put one year on a credit card, which I finally, I'm still probably paying off. And then it was for one year. So I only had $15,000 in debt that I was able to make those payments in 10 years. Um, Also, nothing got screwed up on the back end, meaning, you know, Sally Mae, which used to, which is Navient, now Aid Advantage, was changing people's payment dates around. Um, they were dropping people from auto pay. So many borrowers got into more trouble to no fault of their own. That mm-hmm. has to, that really needs to be made clear. Um, so you shouldn't have, you know, the people paying off their debts are folks that took out very little or had a lot of money to begin with so yeah maybe they took out some loans but they paid it off in two or three years and it's not a problem for them so we you know all are working to help folks with their student loans and just do what we can to ease back into this very disheartening thing of payments going on there is something that is there for borrowers besides all these repayment programs that I think I know that, Kristen at YI and at SDCC, we want to really highlight. Can you talk a little bit about this 12-month on-ramp program before we get into the repayment programs in the next segment? I can.
3: Uh, So the 12-month on-ramp is a promise by our president that while we start to enter this repayment process, borrowers will get 12 months uh, where if they miss a payment or two, uh, or possibly all of them, they won't be reported to the credit agencies. Now, this is really important because we don't want young adults or anyone to damage their credit while we're kind of figuring out how to re-enter repayment, what does repayment mean for individuals. So this will allow people to really build uh, on the progress that they've made during the pause and create a real plan. Uh, to enter repayment. A, a 12-month strategy is what we've been guaranteed by the president.
1: Yeah, and this is great. It's automatic. It You don't have to enroll in it. If you uh, go through these repayment programs, you think it's too much, you just don't want to pay, you will not get, as Kristen said, reported to credit agencies. You will not fall into delinquency or default. This Again, not cancellation, but this does help a lot of folks because for some folks, you know, the repayment programs aren't a one-size-fits-all for folks. So we are going to talk about those and the save program on the other side of the break. This I'm Natalia Abrams filling in for Leslie Marshall with the SDCC Takeover. We'll be right back.
0: If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com.
2: Marshall Show. This is Sabrina from the Student Debt Crisis Center. I'm joined by SDCC's Natalia Abrams and our special guest and friend, Kristen McGuire from Young Invincibles. And before we jump into things, actually, I want to say that if you're in D.C. this weekend and you're looking for something to do, this is the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington at the Lincoln Memorial. Both SDCC and YI are supporting partners. And if you want to learn more, you can visit MOW2023.com. I definitely encourage you to check it out. It looks like it's going to be really great. But I know we were having a lot of really great conversations prior to this. And I know we have a lot of information to share. Um, So, Natalia, do you want to talk a little bit about the Save on Student Debt campaign that SDCC and YI are founding partners for?
1: Yeah, thank you, Sabrina. Um, So, we just launched yesterday, the Save on Students campaign, uh, which is to make sure, I keep using these terms, educate and inform student loan borrowers about the various options out there, including the option to not make payments uh, via the on-ramp. So we just want to make sure that folks are taking care of. We keep hearing, you know, the 75% that you brought up on that poll of borrowers that want information yesterday or right now. Um, so we'll be providing, you know, fact sheets, workshops, we're relaunching our ambassador program to do peer-to-peer networks, which I know YI is doing that as well. we It's just an all hands on deck approach to make sure that we get and reach as many borrowers as possible. There's uh, estimated 1 million people could have a $0 payment with this new SAVE program. That's a million people that could be in quote, good standing and work towards um, having their debt eventually canceled so this is not a replacement for cancellation but this is a way that uh, us at student debt crisis center Young invincibles let's shout out naacp unidos national urban league are also founding partners with civic nation to get the word out with the department of education
2: great and i know that a lot of people are trying to figure out what is the best plan for them <laughs> it's most safe plan kristen
3: uh, yes. But first I wanted to say, if we could skip back just a little bit, what I didn't mention uh, when we were talking about the on-ramp is that those on-ramp payments don't count toward public service loan forgiveness. And I think that's really important for borrowers
1: to note. Uh, so yeah. Or towards the IDR or towards your money. You know, so that's, yeah, it, it, you have to be, it, nothing's a one size fits all. I wish they could make it easier. right? <laughs> Actually they can, they can cancel the debt. Right.
3: <laughs> That's a really, easy, really easy, simple solution here. Um, but yeah, the safe plan. So one cool thing about the safe plan is that the income exemption goes from 150 to 225% of the federal poverty line. Uh, so that means that your discretionary income is calculated differently. So your loan payments can be smaller. Um, Also, the one that I am the most pleased about is that it eliminates 100% of remaining interest for both subsidized and subsidized loans uh, after your scheduled payment is made. So in cases like mine, where you make the minimum payment, but your loan balance continues to grow, uh, this plan will actually end that. Um, And what's cool about that is this is moving forward, right? So this isn't like new people won't be able to access this. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. Um, it also and it's huge. I'm sorry. The interest piece is a
1: really big piece. We hear our supporters complain about that all the time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, it also excludes spousal income if you're married, but file file your taxes separately, uh, which is really important for folks when they when they don't file their taxes together. Because right now they still put all of your income together and your payment is calculated based on the joint payment. Uh, so that's really good. Um, and then the undergraduate loan payments will be cut from uh, 10%, I think I said that already, 10% to 5%. So even folks who don't next have year. Zero, yeah next year. Yeah. So even folks who don't have the zero dollar payment, their payments are, will still drop in half. So I think with all of those working together, we'll start to have a repayment system that is working. Uh, Again, still not cancellation in the way that we wanted, but moving forward, we'll start to have a more workable repayment system so that we don't keep finding ourselves in the situation.
1: The other thing I wanna add is there's a checkbox now for automatic renewal, another thing that's actually quite large. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, so many folks fell off this repay the repayment programs because they didn't renew. I mean, come on, 20, 25 years of renewing, most even the best financial experts are gonna miss a year. So that to me is not everyone will wanna do it, but it is a really great fix. I keep thinking this is something we would have been even more thrilled about five years ago. But the movement, we have we have moved, we have changed. And you're, it's a great way to put it, Kristen. This is a working repayment system. But the whole fact that we have to have a ticket price on the cost of education is the problem. We just shouldn't be paying yeah. for education in this country.
3: So a working repayment system for my $55,000 in debt when I should have had it with my $22,000 of debt, right? right. So it, it doesn't fix the ills of the past but moving forward it will get us to a place that we want to be
2: definitely i know that this save plan is also going to greatly benefit low-income folks um, families but i know that one group that is left out and that we have always been fighting for and will continue to fight for are parent plus borrowers unfortunately those borrowers those kinds of loans are not covered under the save plan which is really unfortunate. I mean, they're already limited with the kind of income-driven repayment. They're only avail- able to access the income contingent repayment plan as the most generous one. And so that is very frustrating for folks. But again, we're going to keep fighting for Parent PLUS loans because Parent PLUS loans are student loans too. And we need to talk about that way more.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And grad loans too. We're here, you know, I just got off the phone with another grad borrower um, that. It depending on you know how much they're making I, again the fact that we just feel like they're taking any gains away right some folks felt like they got in, finally got an increase in their salary the lucky ones and then now student loans are coming back on now inflation's hitting but we are seeing you know some folks have a higher payment with SAVE. That is because the interest is being you know, taken care of, but it may not be right for you. You may wanna be in the standard program and you can switch between SAVE and standard with no penalty, just for borrowers to know. So if you enroll and realize, oh, this is more than I wanna pay, you can go back to the standard repayment or you could just use the on-ramp and not make payments as well. Right,
2: I, I definitely just want to encourage folks again, If you have questions about your student loans or about programs that are available to you, please go to studentaid.gov. Make sure that you're typing it into the browser directly and not just doing a quick Google search so that you don't end up on some scam site or anything like that. We don't want anyone to be harmed. Um, So visit studentaid.gov in your browser and you should be able to access the federal student aid website. Um,
1: I gotta be honest. I stole that from you, Kristen. I heard you say that at <laughs> a workshop months ago, and brilliant. So I say it now all the time. You, you the write time. that in.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, it's a part of my morning practice. So I. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else. Kristen, do you I get know- with me? TikTok oh, I'm just gonna- typing into oh. the
2: browser.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Sabrina. I was going to say if you're an organization or work at an organization and you want to learn more on the Save on Students plan, um, you can go to saveonstudents.org. Saveondebt.org. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And and learn more about the campaign. For individual
3: borrowers,
2: still, they need to go to studentaid.gov.
1: Yep, exactly. Type it in.
2: Yes. And we want to make sure, Kristen, to amplify any work that you guys are doing over at YI. So I would love to hear um, anything that you'd like to share before we wrap up today. Sure,
3: so really quickly, uh, Young Invincibles is a multi-issue policy organization for young adults, higher education, healthcare, workforce, and finance. And so when it comes to student debt, uh, one thing that I keep saying very loud and clear is that this is not a substitution for debt cancellation, and we will continue the fight for student debt cancellation as we educate young people about the options that are available to them. Uh, You can find us online at Young Invincibles across all social media channels. You can visit our website at younginvincibles.org. Right now, we're really excited about participating in the negotiated rulemaking session, uh, which is a Department of Education process that we will start to negotiate new rules around student loan debt cancellation. Uh, so we are really excited to amplify the voices and stories of young adults, young adult borrowers, and we look forward to finally getting student debt canceled.
2: Great. And then I'm just going to shamelessly plug SCCCs too. Um, so if you want to visit our website to learn more, you can find borrower stories and the work that we're doing, as well as any updates. You can go to studentdebtcrisis.org, and we can also be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at debtcrisis.org. Org. Um, Natalia, I want to toss it to you for any final remarks or anything that you want to plug at SCCC.
1: Yeah, I think I just want to remind folks, like we were just saying, you know, go to studentaid.gov, type it in to find out your info. You you don't have to do it every morning like Kristen does, but you know, sometimes you'll get a surprise. And uh, if you are a borrower that's been bar been in repayment for twenty years or more on a repayment program, definitely check to see if your balance has been wiped out you know, everyone here on this call or on this Zoom is going to keep fighting hard to cancel student debt. Uh, but in the meantime, we want to take care of your payment or take care of your situation. So thank you, Sabrina. And thank you, Kristen. Thank, thank you. you all for tuning
2: into the SDCC Takeover of the Leslie Marshall Show.